Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Uh, let's check in with uh, Hoop Scoop, better known as Kevin McPherson, courtesy of Hogville.net. All right, check the tea leaves. Now, I'm hearing, I'm hearing from, um, I love to use that term, my sources, <laughs> that Anthony Black is looking very good for Arkansas. That probably is going to commit to Arkansas. So Mr. Kevin McPherson, who has got the hoop scoop for us, he's going to confirm it right now. Are you not, Kevin, that uh, Anthony Black is headed to Arkansas? Well, I can't confirm what you're you're getting, Randy, but, you know, I'm on here a day early, hopefully not a dollar short, to, to say I do think it's going to be Arkansas. Um, and, 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 you know, this thing is very similar to how the Jordan Walsh scenario played out, where it looked for a few weeks like Arkansas in the driver's seat. With Jordan Walsh, it, it was longer than that, actually. And then the, the smoke coming out of Texas and some other places late. Um, you know, it was a very similar situation here where kind of misdirection. I won't call it, you know, I won't say that the kid was a silent commit to Arkansas, but I know that. Uh, there are folks, you know, in that situation, especially where you would consider maybe Arkansas's camp being supremely confident there for a while. Uh, but when you see a lot of smoke coming out, what was Gonzaga was a, a, you know, kind of a heavy, you know, the the name mentioned most in the last several days leading up to this is, is maybe where this young man was going to go. Uh, and you take pause when you hear that, but but certain things have kind of lined up, and it's almost looks to me like it's going to play out very, very similar to the Jordan Walsh thing where smoke, no fire. So I do think I do think Arkansas gets good news tonight. If that happens, you know, we're going to find out during the Powerade Jam Fest, which is part of the McDonald's All-American game extended weekend. You know, the players arrive in Chicago over the weekend. They've been scrimmaging, doing press conferences today. Um, and then the, the dunk contest, Sponsored by Powerade's a big part of that. That's tonight. Televised on ESPN2, by the way. It's beginning at 6.30 Central Time. Anthony's, Anthony Black's going to announce during that program at some point. And then you've got the McDonald's game tomorrow night on ESPN. Um, so, you know, it's a culmination of about four or five days there in Chicago for these players. But I do think Arkansas is going to get good news tonight. Jordan Walsh will be participating in the Jam Fest, at least that that's been the plan. We'll see if there's any late scratches there, but that's the plan for him. Uh, and then Nick Smith Jr., by the way, guys, has just been getting rave reviews uh, for his performances and practices in the scrimmage. Um, I had an NBA scout reach out to me yesterday telling me that basically saying Nick Smith's the real deal. I had another uh, folks, uh, person who's an onlooker there who's taking part in, the, in what's going on there that sent me a, a text saying Nick Smith's the best player there. If you look on Twitter, and then since I tweeted that out, there are more reports coming from folks that have been there. Nick Smith's among the, you know, if they weren't singling him out, he was among the top three or four names mentioned as standouts so far. So this lines up with everything we've been talking about. I've been saying a long time before he even got his fifth star, I thought he was not only the best combo guard in the country in his class, arguably in any class in high school right now, and maybe the best player in the country. We, we've seen. You know, his his stock soar, Naismith, you know, first-team All-American. We saw mock drafts for 2023 coming out. 
um, that, that basically elevated him when he looked at ESPN as a top three pick and the top high school prospect. So everything he's been doing so far at the McDonald's platform, before they actually get into the game, kind of points to those things being, you know, pretty good projections. And, you know, of course, there's no telling what will happen in the game. He, there, you know, that's where all the eyes will be. It'll be Everyone will be able to see that. Uh, and and we've seen guys have great games, and it foreshadowed good things. Some had great games and didn't. Uh, you know, Christian Leitner, I believe, going back to 88 when Todd Day and Lee Mayberry, by the way, the, the only other time Arkansas had two McDonald's All-Americans in the same class, I think Christian Leitner had two points in that game. And, you know, people will argue <laughs> wow. to this day that maybe he's the best college player ever. So you just never know. I wouldn't go that far. Best ever? Me you ever seen Lou Alcindor, Bill Walton? Uh, oh, well, modern era, you know, McDonald's era. But, but yeah, I, I, I'm not saying I think that. I okay. mean, but there's, oh, wow. there's a case that's been made, you, you know. Yeah, okay. All right. I, yeah, I, I think there's one Leitner shot. Personally, hey, but. Yeah, Leitner hit one. He was good. He hit one big shot, and people said, come on now. There have been, been players every bit as good as him. But he's Duke. So, that's a heck of a yeah. stretch there. That's right. He's Duke, so he never had a foul called against him. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> only kidding, he, only he kidding. He was on the dream team, guys, at the end of his college career. Yeah, well, how much did he play? Yeah, and how much did he play? Oh, he dreamed <laughs> he play. wasn't going to play in that Mop game. Mop-up duty. Mop up, they probably played because those guys were winning by 30 every but time they played. It, it didn't matter for very long, by the way. The team yeah. used to say tough he, he, He's still dreaming, yeah. He dreamed about playing. Uh, how much of an influence do you believe Jordan Walsh and Nick Smith Jr. has ultimately had upon uh, Anthony Black? Well, nothing's 100% until, it, until we know about it and the, and the ink is dry. Okay, uh, but if okay. he comes to Arkansas, I'm going to say a, a significant impact because there's been, you know, a lot of um, back and forth. Anthony Black told me that when I interviewed him uh, following the Tennessee game there in Bud Walton Arena, uh, that he was having good conversations and he felt like those guys were really uh, giving him a, a fair leveling of what, what, you know, what they thought they were going to be able to do together. In other words, not just filling his head with false information, but really being you know, Frank and, and, you know, laying it down like it is. And I think he appreciated that. He told me he did. So I think if you, if you look at, look back on it, if, if he does in fact pick Arkansas, which I think he will, um, you know, I think they had a big part in it. There's no doubt that NIL is going to have some role in this. These level players, it has to, it just has to. We won't know specifically what that is unless the families or, you know, want that out. Um, but, you know, that's going to play a part in it. And then, you know, the role of Eric Musman and his staff, obviously, to me, that's front and center of why players are, are choosing Arkansas. It's partly the results uh, on the court, but it's also all the things that I think that staff can do to prepare players. They see that. They're starting well, to see that. And, you know, Moses Moody being a one-and-done is maybe one of the biggest selling points for all these guys. A couple things come to mind right away, Kevin. You take them one at a time, but – one is it is still a team game, and you think about well, you know, three five-star guys coming at the same time. Well, Kentucky has had that. Duke has brought mm-hmm. in uh, players of that caliber before, and so you're part of a winning program, which elevates everybody. And the other thing is, if you are preparing for the NBA, guess what? When you get there, you are once again low man on the totem pole. So, uh, if you're a really good player at a college team. 
no matter how good you are, you go to the NBA, you got to earn your stripes there too. So it's not like you need to go somewhere where you're going to get the ball all the time. You can still prosper when the team is really good. Am I correct? You're a thousand percent correct. Let's look back at this Duke team that just, you know, well, they got three first rounders on three players on that team yeah. projected in the top 15 in the next NBA draft. That's right. Why can't you put together, and we know Kentucky's had it, some other schools. Why can't that be done at Arkansas just the same as these other places? And I think right. what gives Arkansas an advantage here, uh, too, is that I think Melsman's shown we can put you guys on the floor, get some grad transfers, some guys with experience to balance it out, some complementary pieces. Um, and that helps gain more exposure and get you even further. The further you go in the tournament, the more chances you have not only to develop your game on bigger on bigger stages, uh, but it just and it adds more to your resume. But you get more exposure, so it all kind of plays in together. So I, yeah, I think absolutely um, you're going to be in that situation at some point when you get to the NBA. Once you get to that opportunity, everybody's great at that point. Everybody is, and who knows what your role is going to exactly be. So you need to. Learn how to play on that with guys of that caliber the sooner you can. That's why I thought when Moses Moody went to Montverde Academy with, with their other five stars, uh, yeah, maybe he wasn't going to average as many points, but he's competing against these guys in practice every day, playing that national schedule, and it certainly helped prepare him for what he got at Arkansas and why part of the reason why he became a lottery pick. And so if you can do it at the high school level and play with the guys at that level through a season, you certainly should be able to be okay with that at the college level because it's about to happen on in your next step in the journey when you're trying to make money playing. Uh, this from our Buzz text line from the 870 says, I've heard from multiple places, some close to his family, that K.K. Robinson is looking to transfer. Um, i got to believe that there's going to be several. So yeah. as you're hearing – Names possibly such as KK Robinson. In fact, hang on, Kevin. We'll we'll bring you back and let's. Uh, okay. I've already delved. I've already delved into this to the roster. I'm sure you heard my synopsis a moment ago. But uh, <laughs> anyway, hang on, and uh, we'll talk about it a little bit more in depth. All right, that is Kevin McPherson, there known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. All right, let's check back in with uh, Kevin McPherson. All right, Kevin, I, I'm sure you have. You've taken plenty of time to already start dissecting this roster for next year's Arkansas basketball team. And I have added back in J.D. Note, uh, Adis Tony, and uh, a guy by the name of Black. I put him on there, too. That's 15. And I would believe, Kevin, after what was learned against Duke and really – uh, same thing against Gonzaga. Arkansas needs more than Jalen Williams on the front line. They need some help. Yeah. So I got to believe that's where the transfer portal is going to have to come into play because unless Connor Vanover all of a sudden starts playing a major role next year at seven foot three, you got Jalen Williams and that's it. And that is provided Jalen returns. We do believe he will return. Uh, you may be hearing something different, Kevin. But um, this will be a guard-heavy lineup uh, once again. And that is that is if, again, no one is added on that front line. Yeah, so Arkansas has made a shift to smaller, small ball. It didn't quite go as small as it 
he, I think Mosman initially thought it would. He was going with a more guard-heavy lineup. He moved Trey Wade into that starting five. Um, but it was still, you know, when you looked at the side, nobody was taller than 6'6", six, six, really playing any minutes aside from Jalen Williams. You make a great point. And, look, Jalen Williams is moving up on draft boards. I've tweeted a couple of that recently updated in the last 48 hours. One one draft by an analyst uh, with, with uh, USA Today has him going 27th overall. That's late first round. Um, Jonathan Giovanni with NBA Draft Express in coordination with ESPN updated his mock draft today. That's Jalen at, at 45. That's middle of the second round. It, it, so, I, you know, if you start looking at some of these projections, on these mock drafts, it's probably likely that Jalen Williams is going to have to at least give himself give himself an opportunity to see how this plays out by getting into the draft pool, you know, with the opportunity to still come back to school. We know that there's deadlines to get in, to get out, um, and things you can and can't do to to maintain your eligibility. So I think he's probably going to test the waters. All right, so we see how that plays out. I mean. Things change quickly. We're, a few weeks ago, we might think there's no doubt he should come back. If he's got an opportunity to be a late first-rounder, early to mid-second-rounder, you know, you're probably 50-50 there as to whether or not he, he will come back if, if it continues to trend that way. And that's why he probably should test the waters and get feedback. Okay, took a long time to talk about that because I think that may be the most important filling position at this point is front line, whether you have him back or not. And if, especially if you think he might be leaving, You've got to cover those bases, Randy, in that portal uh, unless there's something unusual with the big man out there on the high school level or JUCO, and you don't see Eric Melsman go JUCO. Uh, but, but if there's some other scenario we haven't seen or thought about. Um, but if you get Anthony Black, you really load it up at the, guard, at the wing and guard spot in your high school recruiting class. You're going to have to get in the portal. I think Arkansas is also going to get a veteran guard at least one out of the portal. You talked about the numbers. Who knows? I mean, I think as many as three players will probably end up transferring, but we need to see that happen. I know that Eric Melsman likes things to hit, flow in a certain way. Good news one day. Maybe the next day you hear about the first person entering the portal. And, and I'm not going to be surprised one bit, guys, if we don't hear a lot of different news breaking this week um, in terms of maybe other players entering the portal, but also – I think Arkansas could add up to, well, at least two players this week total. Two players. Add two? Well, well I'm, I'm counting black among that, and I said okay. at, at least. So, so <laughs> at I least? think they could have up to up to two. Um, wow. And maybe some formulary where there's at least two. Uh, but I think that means you're also going to hear some guys maybe entering the portal. Uh, yeah, because I don't think well, most they have to to have the yeah. look of having too many guys more than scholarships yeah. that he has. Yeah, can't do that. How about chronology falls? What do you think of? Do you think there's? I never thought there was any chance Note would come back. Do you think there is? I think there's. I, I think there's a chance. I'm still in the camp that he's. It's probably not very likely. I don't think it benefits him. In in uh, honestly, with who they've got coming in, I'm not sure that it benefits Arkansas. Uh, unless there's just some way you get everybody on the same page because the role he was in this year was different than the role he was in last year. He he was everything ran through him, and I think the way this roster was constructed when you look at the available talent uh, and the choices Mussman made in his rotations um, and who didn't play, I, I just don't think that'll work again. I, it didn't work last year. He was a six-man. 
there were times where Mosman had to limit his minutes uh, because if you had a, a Moses Moody or a Nick Smith on the same court with him, I don't think he could play the same way. So, you know, if they, if they can dial up a different game plan for him, then maybe. I don't know if that benefits him. I don't know if it helps his value. It certainly maybe could help him develop in some ways he needs to for the next level, but I think it almost might be better for him to go measure himself against pros now somewhere on some level to help his cause. So long answer on that, but I think, it, 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 you know, I'm still in the camp that believes it's best for him to move on, but I don't make those decisions, and Arkansas fans would love to have J.D. Notay back. Randy raised the point, and, and we hear it. Is there money to be made outside of the NBA or the G League these days if you go overseas, and, and is there risk because of all the things that are going on overseas? Absolutely, and that's where when you couple that with NIL money, that can be a game changer. That's why I say I'm in the camp <laughs> that it's probably best that he moves on when I factor everything, the pros and cons, because there are certainly some pros for him coming back if he can get in NIL money. They show a path to help him improve his game, to help develop him for the pro level a year later. So there, it's not all that he absolutely should go. I lean toward that, and I'm in that camp. Uh, but but you bring up some very good points, Rick, that may play into that. Um, and so we just need to keep our eyes open on that because you got to think if he's going to move on, we'll hear about that just like a lot of other things that may be happening fairly soon. All right, this is not related to what we're talking about, but it is related to the transfer portal. Uh, Juice Hill has put his name into the transfer portal. Do you think there will be any interest on Arkansas's part? Uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna leave. I'm not gonna answer that specifically. I will say there's several high majors that are interested, including LSU, where his coach at Murray State has accepted the head job to replace the. I love saying this, the fired Will Wade. Yes, yes. I think we the last part's fun to say. I think we understand why. All right, Kevin. We will talk with you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that quickly. All right, that is Kevin McPherson. There knows hoops. Good courtesy of Hogville.net.